Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Tabletop Theater. Last time, our heroes discovered a shocking truth about their employer, and the nature of what the robbery uncovered. Now in possession of a comatose angel, and under the employment of a lich, the party finds itself at odds with its commitment to the faith and the founding goals of the Nightingale Watch. Spurred by Lola, the party endeavors to commit to those lofty ideals that were once the foundation of the Nightingale Watch, all those years ago. However, not all are pleased with recent revelations. As the Nightingale Watch moves to help Queen Judith, will they come into conflict with Siegfried? Just what is just what danger is Queen Judith facing? Let's find out. When we last left off, Armando had just left you. You had just disembarked from Sir Arthur Zeppelin. He's conveniently disguised the sort of metal casket that is concealing the angel. He has cast an illusion on it that makes it appear just as a statue of one of the angels of righteousness to help with the guise of what you're doing. It's ironic. Fairly. Don't you think? Don't you think? <laughs> so you are, you're all here together. It's... It's uh, the most of the Nightingale Watch. It's you. It's you are joined. Core four. So you're joined by Core four. Core four. So you're joined by Robin. You're in the capital city of Chimera, Wolvershire. It's a coastal city. There's a large palace that sits sort of on a cliff edge uh, above the crashing tide of the seas. It's very. It revolves around its maritime trade, and uh, you know you go about looking for a place to uh, spend the night, and you come across one such place just to get your things organized it's a inn called the ginger root inn it's a bar sitting fairly close to the docks and and you uh set up with a with a couple of rooms where you store your sort of uh casket and that's where we join you i don't want to stay there can we find another hotel The ginger root. Yeah, sure, you can. I'm kidding. You what does go? it no, smell no, like no. and look like in the ginger root? Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple other inns. Number one, it smells delicious, first off. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely really smell. Nice. What, if, what if you're not a fan of ginger? Well, then you well, got to go to- the monster. So there's a couple other inns nearby <laughs> on this wharf sort of area. There's uh, the, the salty salmon spittoon. Uh, you oh, can, that you doesn't, can go, that doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound real. Oh, I'm tough enough for that. Tough enough for that. How tough am I? Uh- there's the uh, calamari uh, canary, which is just a you know it's sort of a, just, you, you, could, what's, what's the icon? What's the <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's well you know this is chimera so a it's, lot of the things it's a fried canary. So this oh, is no. No, no, no 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 it's no, no, a no. it's a bird with tentacles. Yeah, it's a bird with tentacles. I mean, you are in the capital of chimera. It's well known for its kind of diverse and you know ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. diverse peoples. Diverse so is a way to describe. Uh, yeah, it's such a thing. After seeing all the inns, I think we're better off with the ginger root. Very rude, but yes, I'll I get do over agree. my food aversion. Look... <laughs> does look a bit more savory. So you have your uh, invitation to see the queen. You know where the palace is. What do you guys want to do? Um, let's get some shut eye and go in the morning. Yes. yes. If it's not already morning, I do say we should not. <laughs> we should not bother the queen at nine o'clock at night. Sure. You uh, rest up at the well, end. Wait. I want to make a call. Yeah. yeah, please. So after electing to spend the night at the Ginger Root Inn, 
one of you wanders off to find a local payphone. So, Trash, what did you want to do with the phone? Well, first, I'm going to pick it up and uh, I'm going to put it to my metallic helmet. And um, not even terrible. what about through like the the faceplate, like yeah. I well, I think I think the the yeah. The, you can kind of lift it up and place it like the phone inside. The, yeah, it's it looks it, it's well the the mouth part is bulging out. There's no room, but this like, is an the, old kind of phone, you know, where it's just like the little thing you put up to your ear. Oh, and you have to kind of speak into it. You oh, know? okay, all right, yeah. So so then it's it's like sort of lodged. It's not like on the ear as is perfect but it's sort of like lodged next to the ear sure so it's 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 auditory it's possible to so do you speak into the same hole as you listen no. to no there's a hole on the device there's a hole on the device yeah so yeah so so chosh has a hole lodged in his helmet uncomfortably not over the ear but adjacent and then has his mouth to the the mouth hole sure. for the telephone sure who do you call uh i'm going to cl- uh dial uh righteousness's office yeah. <laughs> that number available <laughs> and memorize the, the very secretary first day. of the angel mm. righteousness he pulls out a, who's a bat we, we met the person the we did meet the secretary that's who I, i'll be uh, Josh pulls out his booklet of uh, business cards and he flips through <laughs> it. so you have the number memorized you type it in and you give it a call it rings for a while it's pretty late at night eventually uh a voice answers and says righteousness's office this is Mildred speaking. How may I help you? Oh, uh, uh, hi, hi, Mildred. Uh, it's me, Chosh. I have very important information for righteousness. H- he'll know what I mean. Excuse me. You'd like to speak to righteousness? I- yes, yes. You're going to have to hold on for a second. I'm just going to place you on hold. Is that all right? No, no, no. no this is actually I'm really... I'm going to do no, that no, no, right no, 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 now. Mildred, Mildred. Right? This I'll is, be right back. Mildred, Mildred. No, no, no. I... <laughs> Even put on hold. Mildred. Music plays in the background. <laughs> what kind of music? Oh, kind of like the elevator music from before. It's, it's I really hope you put it's a theme song. Oh, I'm absolutely going It's eerily similar. It's probably going to be the same music. Mildred, please please change the song. <laughs> Mildred. <laughs> Mildred. 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 <laughs> 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 you should roll to see how long you wait on the hole. Uh, are you having flashbacks to pulling down an elevator shaft? Yeah, absolutely. I think Josh starts <laughs> You're sweating <convulsing>. furiously <laughs> under his arm. Rocking in a fetal position in this phone booth. About, like, ten minutes pass. Oh, my God. You hear, like, occasionally, like, a voice says, Thank you for remaining on hold. You are number 23 in line. <laughs> How many people are calling? <laughs> At this hour? 24, I guess. <laughs> At least 23. Uh, eventually, you get to the, eventually, you get finally put through. She says, Thank you for holding. What did you need again? Mildred, it's Chosh, the hand of the faith. I need to speak to righteousness right now. Oh, well, righteousness is, uh, he's out of the office right now. I mean, if this is not really urgent, Mildred, I really have Mildred, to post no, this no, this is an emergency. No, no, no this is an emergency. It. Mildred, this is an emergency. This is vital. Do you have any idea how late it is, sir? Mildred? If it's an emergency, Mildred? what is the emergency Mildred? code? I, the emergency code, one, two, three, <laughs> zero, seven, one, one, Eight, four. Oh, I see. I'll patch you through. You hear, you hear Righteousness's voice. Righteousness's office. Righteousness, it's Chosh. Chosh, this line is for emergencies only. This better be important. Um, are you sure this line is secure? <laughs> yes, Chosh, I'm sure the private line to the angels is secure on my end. 
I have recovered a sensitive individual from a lich. You've recovered Siegfried from no, a lich? No, 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 no. Not him. Another sensitive individual. What lich? Uh, the one who makes guns. Arthur Winster. He's a lich. Sir Arthur Winster? The very same. Josh, that's a serious accusation. I saw it with my own two eyes. Well, I suppose that we could investigate that, but that's hardly relevant to any of the things you're doing, let alone an emergency in and of itself. You don't understand. Josh, I don't think you understand. There's been a terrorist attack on a train carrying very sensitive cargo to the capital. I know. Arthur Winster ordered it. Roll a persuasion check. That's just an eight. It's not very good. How do you know this, Josh? Because righteousness. I was working undercover. He thought I was on his side, but I wasn't. So, you were on the train, then? Of course. And where are you now, exactly? We're in the capital of Chimera, Wolvershire. Josh, there's something else as well. Something I have for you. We have something of interest. We've located the next artifact for the Trial of Faith. All of the signs and temporal distortions seem to indicate that it is in Ur. I will give you the exact coordinates now. He'll mark it on my map. He marks it on your map. On your map. You may find it difficult to get past their authorities, but it is of utmost importance that you acquire this. It seems that Ur's military has been using this artifact in some sort of test facility. You must reclaim it immediately. Has there been any reconnaissance done on the region? What can I expect? I think that you should suspect Siegfried. Certainly he is on the... He's gone AWOL, and I'm certain that he is still questing for the remaining artifacts. You must stop him at all costs, Josh. I promise to bring him to you alive, sir. That's not what I asked, Josh. But I promise that he will face justice. All right. And where is Sir Arthur? He's in his zeppelin head back to the capital. Well, then we'll act fast, and we'll be sure to apprehend him and whatever he took from there. You're not aware of what he took, right? Josh? Josh, are you still there? Josh? I'm here. Josh, I can't hear you. What? <laughs> Josh, I think the line has gone dead. Listen, no, I, I, fa- I found the angel. I found, mer- I found mercy. Josh, I can't hear you. I found mercy. Josh, we'll, Righteousness. Be, sh- we'll be sure to apprehend Arthur Winster if he, has, if he does done what you said. Righteousness, no. I have mercy. Mercy's here. Josh, we'll, I don't know if you can hear me, but we'll deal with this. Don't worry. Righteousness. Goodbye, Josh. Righteousness. Click. I think Josh will 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 slam the 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 phone earpiece a- as angrily as one can against a payphone wall. Fairly angrily. Fairly angrily, uh, and mutter to himself, "Damn machine," and make his way back to the hotel. You walk back into the bar where your compatriots are just sort of enjoying the night. Uh, how about for the rest of you, Lola and Drifter, and I'll roll for Robin. Why don't you roll perception check? I got a nineteen. Wow, I got a nat twenty. What? Whoa! Everybody notices, including Robin. <laughs> but I was so inconspicuous. You, uh... You slept! <laughs> you t- completely dismantled Uh, Josh, you know what? In in the spirit of fairness, Josh, why don't you roll a stealth check? Which you get a disadvantage, of course, because you're uh, wearing full plate armor. Right. I mean, that's only fair. 20. That's Ooh. a good start. Disadvantage, <laughs> though. Again. Please, 20? 
<laughs> Please, a 20? 12. No. That is, uh, that is unfortunately not enough. You push open the door and it goes... And, you know, you're in a huge kind of clunky suit of armor. You're, you're pretty, you're trying to be stealthy, you know, kind of doing like the little shuffle. You know, it's not like you knock something over, but uh, everybody kind of sees you go in. Um, you all look at each other. Josh, dearie, uh, where have you been? I was just out getting some fresh air. Right. Can you get much fresh air in that stuffy armor? Well, that's why there's all the need for more fresh air, of course. I will. I will gladly roll deception checks if I may. It, you just ask him whenever he. Whenever you say you feel you don't believe him, make yeah. him roll a deception check. Should I roll a deception check right now? Definitely. Not, okay. okay. I got a ten, uh, which is a thirteen in total. Roll your check against him. Oh wow! So mine's better. Mine. Mine is a uh, six. Well, luckily for you, Robin passes. Okay. Your comment is fairly apt, Drifter. She says, "Yeah, you, can you even breathe in that thing?" You never take off the helmet. What were you doing outside, Josh? I was just, you know, I, I was getting a look at the town, new, new, new place, new city. It's exciting. You're never excited about anything, dearie. I, I, I'm excited about lots of things. Really? The city, for instance. Yes. What, what did you see? I'm fairly familiar with Wolvisher. I mean, it, it is... I, I am from Chimera, and the, the capital has always intrigued me. Um, what what did you see? I, I would have loved to have accompanied you. Oh, uh, I mean, not much. Um, I saw uh, the payphones. Right. Those were nice. Mm. I saw um, the beautiful buildings and the streets and the people. Oh. So friendly. Wouldn't quite describe them as beautiful. They're, they're a bit of a rough bunch, most of them. You never struck me as a people person. Roll your deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Lola, you absolutely get advantage for that. <laughs> I, I, that's a 19 I, oh plus oh wow. 3 is 22. I get advantage, though. You do get advantage. I got 15, but that's... 6. Oh, baby. Yeah, it's only a 12. I am so deceptive. Wow, Josh is just the social ma- the social maverick yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> well, I'm a, uh, I'll do one. Oh, more. hold on, I haven't rolled for uh, Robin. Oh, sure. Oh yeah. Be a twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll call, Josh, I think I'll do one more. Oh, sorry. Well, Josh, I'm glad to think that you saw some interesting sights on your little venture out. Yeah, you know it's been a it's been an interesting couple of days. Just want to make sure we're all on the same team here. Oh, I think it's fair to say that we're all on a similar team. Yeah, Drifter, you don't need to be so doubtful of Josh. Oh, uh, of course not. Josh has proved himself to be capable and a real team player. And I'm glad to hope that uh, that continues from here. You may roll one last deception and insight check. You may get advantage, Josh. Oh, my God. 18. I have a 17. I don't get nearly as much. All right, Josh, you win. Oh, my God. So, ew, what was that last one for? That was Robin. Robin always gets the roll. Well, Josh, dearie, now that you've done your adventuring on your own, why don't you take a seat up at the bar with us? Uh, yeah, come join us. They have lovely ginger beer here. You know, I, I'm, I've decided I shouldn't be taking anything too strong. I'm a little fearful for tomorrow's visit with Queen Judith. I'd, I'd prefer to be sober as a marble. But 
Please imbibe as you will. Um, You've earned it. And I give him a good, strong pat on the back. Chosh will uh, join and order a water and let it sit there as per usual. <laughs> drink lukewarm water? <laughs> will you drink anything? No, no, no. It, it just sits, it just sits on just... the counter. It's there it's as a show of, fa- of, of goodwill. <laughs> I stare at Chosh. <laughs> be terribly dehydrated (laughs) 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 i mean i don't know about you guys but the last time we saw queen judith uh didn't go so well so sure i'm gonna Mm. need a drink yeah and uh if he's not going uh i'm taking his share so uh Mm. i've never in fact had private counsel with the queen she's a formidable woman i'm rather anxious to meet her you continue talking amongst yourselves and just drinking uh, just a little apprehensive of the next day. The next day does finally arrive, and you all approach the Queen's Palace. It sits high on top of this cliffside, like I said. It's a very beautiful palace, excellent stonework, <laughs> beautiful stone statues of various mythical creatures that would be befitting of a place called Chimera. There's even a large statue of a Chimera. In fact, one of the more interesting things as you walk up the long, lengthy flight of stairs are these enormous cannons that seem to be pointed outwards at the front of the building. You enter through a large pair of double doors into a sort of crossroads of sort where there is a door to your left and right that seem to lead elsewhere into the castle and a main door that seems to be leading directly into the throne room. There are guards around, but you're not particularly accompanied by anybody. You enter into the throne room, showing your letter to one of the guards at the door. In there, you come upon a scene you see Queen Judith sitting on her throne. It's a sort of driftwood throne with uh, carved ends on the bits of driftwood of various animals. She has a large sort of scepter that she's holding in her hand, and she seems somewhat bemused and uninterested with the person who's speaking to her, who you also recognize as her son, Beckett, who you met before at the party. Wasn't his name Bertie? His name is Beckett, but she calls him Bertie. Okay. Good memory. Can we um, kind of stealthily enter so she doesn't quite... As she's... Engaged in this conversation, can we overhear exactly what she's saying? Yeah, she doesn't make any effort to hide it at all, actually. She just continues having it. You also recognize one other person who seems to be standing at her side. It's Captain Illyria from before, who helped you out in your little uh, sticky situation when you were exiting the toxic jungle. Hmm. She's standing there next to the queen, apparently some sort of guard of sorts. What exactly is the queen saying? Well, I'll tell you right now. She's talking to her son. She says... Albert, in these times that are so fraught with strife, it's important that we maintain the peace. I understand the Borgovians are suspecting us of bombing their train, but that's no reason to ruin peace at this time. We have to approach these things slowly, Bert. And he speaks back to her and says, You're ruining this country, Mother. You don't have any idea of how to run this place at all. Let me tell you a couple of things. Once you're out of here, we're going to be running things a little bit different. Captain Illyria cuts in and she says, Quiet your mouth, boy. You're speaking to the queen. He responds and says, No, I'm speaking to my mother. (laughs) That's the sort of exchange that's going on. There's also other people here in the throne room that are just kind of petitioners who are waiting to hear hear things. You can roll if you want to know about them. But you're Um, basically just waiting your turn. I suppose, well... Let's chat with them in line. Yeah, well, yeah, we can see what are the other needs of the people. Roll a perception check. (laughs) It's a nine. You notice that everyone here seems to be very wealthy. Some oh. of them wear military outfits. Hmm. Are we are we poorly dressed for the occasion? 
I'd say two of you are dressed perfectly fine. You and Lola seem to be dressed fine. Drifter always looks like a scumbag, so I mean... <laughs> well, exactly. Scoundrel, yeah. What exactly please. are we wearing? Well, I know what I'm wearing. What are you wearing? Take wild guess. <laughs> so, uh, eventually... We patiently wait. Eventually, Birdie... Eventually, Beckett storms off. Hmm. And the queen goes and, you know, you listen to some people talking. It's not particularly interesting. Until it finally becomes your turn to speak. Mm-hmm. And she says... And what brings you before me today? Your Majesty, Queen Judith. It is I, Dolores Lockhart. Um, Dolores Lockhart? Yes, I haven't gone by Of the late Admiral Fitzwilliam Lockhart? Yes, that indeed was my father. Oh, small world. I haven't heard from your family in years. Neither have I. That's beside the point. Your Majesty. Yes, of course. How, how, how can I help you? Well, in fact, we are here to help you. You see... Excuse me? You wrote a letter addressed to the night- Nightingale Watch, so I show her the letter. She looks quizzically. I can't read it, dear. Could you... Uh, Captain Lyria, could you please... Of course, ma'am. She walks over, picks up, takes the letter and brings it over to her. She puts on a tiny pair of half-moon spectacles and looks down oh. at the paper. She says, Hmm, this appears to be my writing, but I don't recall writing it. It's the funniest thing, old age. You can't ever quite remember things that you ever do in the past. You ever have that problem, Captain Illyria? Oh, yes, of course, Mom, all the time. This seems very odd. I you, don't really... You can definitely roll an insight check. I don't trust this. Her letter is quite urgent, and she would not have forgotten this, for, despite her age. 19. That's pretty insightful. She's absolutely putting on a show. No. Your Majesty. No. You said your name was Dolores Lockhart, yes? Yes. Oh, Though- well, I haven't heard of it. Like I said, I haven't heard from your family in years. I would, lo- I would so welcome the opportunity to speak with you. Perhaps tomorrow, tea with me. How would that sound? Good time to reconnect to a fine old family. Well, I was. Think? Well, Your Majesty, I was hoping that we could get started on whatever mission you had prepared for us. You, you seemed to that you were what quite you're talking about, dear. Sorry about that. Don't you recall s- writing this. You did indeed seem you were in quite desperate need for our aid, uh, all of our aid. Look, ma'am, we've come a long way, and we just want to know what we needed here. Drifter, you really shouldn't be calling her, ma'am. Uh, and, and who is this exactly? Uh, name's Drifter. I'm part of this here Nightingale Watch. I'm sorry, I don't recall. Is that a family name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with it. Your Majesty is not Chimerian. Um, he comes from the western plains of Dandalore. Uh, I'm afraid he's not quite accustomed to the company of nobles. Oh, I see. No problem. Well... Mind the, mind the carpet, dear. Well, if this is all you have for me, I'm happy to meet with you tomorrow for a little tea to catch up. I'd love to hear what's been going on with the Lockhart family. Shame that. I haven't heard anything ever since poor Admiral Fitzwilliam passed away. Poor Admiral Fitzwilliam Lockhart. Oh, rest his soul. When oh, did he pass away? <laughs> am I aware that... I'm asking you, Jacob. Am I aware that my dad's dead? No, this is the first time you're hearing about it. Oh, my God. You took <gasps> it very well. <laughs> Pardon? Your Majesty? Uh, yes. You're, you're you... excused, yes. What? 
Did you say that my father has passed away? Your father, Admiral Lockhart? Yes. Oh, yes, he was just about three years back now, I think. Yes, throughout three years. Shame that excellent Admiral. How finest trained some of my best men ever since then. Haven't ever had such a good good navy in quite a long time in three years, really. Well, yes, those boys today um, just don't live up to scruff. Your Majesty, were you at all informed how he passed away? I, uh, I, I'm afraid I haven't been in contact with him for several years, but... I'm afraid not, dear. I would assume as your as his next of kin that you would know more about the details than I. Well, I... I apologize for your loss. If this is news to you, I am very sorry. Well, it is news to me. But it's of no importance. Right, right. I'll be yawed in with the new. I know the I know the deal. Yes. I, it is more important to focus at the matters at hand. Well, you know what? I'm happy to meet with you tomorrow. For a spot of tea, we can clear up any of this confusion and make sure that there's no issue at hand. No de- no problem, dearie. Well. <laughs> Very well, your majesty. Can I curtsy deeply? Mm-hmm. And... Well, Josh, Drifter, I suppose that's all we can say for this time. Queen Judith gets up and leaves. Best uh, best work on that memory there. That is so rude. Yep. She doesn't hear it. <laughs> so you're walking out of the building. One of the men in a military uniform comes up to you. He speaks with a strange accent. Excuse me, Miss Laka, I believe, yes? Um, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, who are you, sir? Um, Oh, my apologies. I am General Zarkov from Ur. I'm sent here on behalf of Emperor Omsk to help with negotiations between wartime. With, with... yes. Oh, I'm sorry. With with what? Go with, on. With Chimera, of course. And the Queen is aware of your presence. Oh in yes, the I was invited here. Ah, well. Good day. It is a pleasure to make your well. Hello. It is a good. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Would you mind coming with me for a moment? Um, I, s- I, I do apologize, General. The Queen's General. Gardens are lovely this time of year. If you wouldn't mind joining me. Well, I am accompanied by the members of my crew. I'm sure they don't mind. He looks at you. The rest of your team. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, if you want to go, that's, that's okay. Um, I don't know if I feel absolutely secure, but... You're, he's asking you to walk in the Queen's Gardens. The monitored <laughs> Queen's Gardens. He might have some information for us. Uh, I suppose. Okay. We'll, we'll keep an eye. All right. Well, General Zarkov, it would be a pleasure to walk around the gardens with you on this fine overcast day. <laughs> I kind of picture no, it overcast not. too. It's kind of weird. P gestures to the door. This is right outside of the throne room. There's those two doors I mentioned. He gestures to the door to the left of the main entrance and you both walk through it. Um, mm. Can I just say, Chosh, with no sense of situational <laughs> awareness, uh, that, no, that's not quite right. He's aware of the situation. He's just willfully violating it. Um, 
is going to just follow right after them as if he's like Lola's personal guard or something. Josh, Drifter I... is going to like put his hand on on Josh's shoulder to stop him. I, I yeah. look meaningfully at Josh. Josh will. <laughs> we'll we'll catch you later there, Lola. Drifter, we don't know what this man's up to. Lola's tough, and we'll we'll keep an eye out from afar. So the garden is basically a courtyard that leads to other areas of the palace. You walk around these areas and you get to know them as you continually circle this, as you continually go around the, the courtyard. There's the kitchen, there's apparently the queen's room, and there's the other living quarters. Hmm. And he, he talks about this as you walk. And then eventually he says, you know, Lola, I knew your father, actually. Hmm. He was a fine man. I'm sorry for your loss. Well, apparently he was lost several years ago. Thank you. Thank you, General. You know, I talked to Emperor Omsk before coming here. He mentioned you. <laughs> Said you were quite beautiful, a bit simple, but beautiful. Whoa. That is... <clears throat> but Emperor Omsk is an idiot. <laughs> but you didn't hear that from me. No, I... And if you did say something about it, well, you wouldn't be saying it for very long. I have no idea what you're talking about, General. He smiles, and he says... I am quite simple, after all. I like you quite a lot. You have a lot of smoke. Do you smoke? Well, I have been known to smoke a pipe or a cigarette once in a blue moon. He takes out a cigar for himself, Mm. flips open a lighter, lights it, holds out the lighter. What would you like? Well, I suppose I... Do I have Edgar on me? I'm just holding him as a bag. Sure. Uh, he's inert at the moment. And as he holds the lighter out, I rustle through Edgar, now inert, and procure a fine ebony pipe. And I... Is it stuffed with a tobacco? I don't know yeah, where the sure. pipe works. Um, sure. And he- I hold it to the flame and puff in. Puff, puff. I think that's what you do with the pipe. <laughs> yeah. Puff, um, puff, puff. <laughs> you got puff, puff, pass. Primary. <laughs> He smiles. You notice he's like a very older gentleman for the mm. most part. He's sort of like a silver fox. He's strongly built. He has kind of a heavily degree, like a degree of his face is fairly scarred. But he's, you know, handsome in his own right. You can see that he has like a stubble that seems very persistent, despite the fact that he is an elf and is clearly shaving daily. He's also a fox. <laughs> he's also, also a fox. A fox. Half elf, half fox. No, he's, he's, he's not. He's, 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 he's not half silver. He's half, he's half silver, half fox. He's not a, he's not a half elf. He's an elf. He's a, he's a full elf, yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. After taking a couple of drags on his cigar. Now, General, I say between you and I are much too old for these pleasantries of wooing and wandering around the gardens discussing the flowers. You're here to talk with me about something, are you not? I disagree. I think the older I get, the more I need these pleasantries, frankly. <laughs> but if you insist, Queen Judith is in grave danger. That letter she sent you, I'm sure it detailed a lot. It did. There is a plot to overthrow her. By whom? It is by your son. How do you know this? Because I was sent here from Emperor Omsk to oversee it. To carry it out? Yes. Unfortunately, I can't disobey that order. But... Why do you have loyalty to Queen Judith instead of your emperor? Queen Judith and I go back. We have a history. (laughs) 
Can I roll an insight check to see what kind of ins- history sure. that might be? Sure. That's a nat one. Great. <laughs> you don't know. I've been friends with her for a long time. A lot of time in our youth. Hmm. Let's leave it at that. Hmm. Now. Do you fear for her memory or? Oh, no. I. She's as sharp as ever. Why then do you it, think it's necessary for the son to want to overthrow the queen? It's not my decision to make, unfortunately. What plans does he have for Chimera? Well, as you can see, he's a bit more of a hawk. The Borgovians have been very aggressive. They're accusing Chimera of blowing up their train now. I mm. believe that Emperor Omsk and Lord Beckett want to uh, start the war early, shall we say. Unfortunately, the machines of war have already begun to spin, and there is little we can do. Or every time he speaks, it's between puffs. Mm-hmm. But we could still save Queen Judith. That is my most fervent intention. Excellent. Well then, here's the deal. I have a place. A manor north of here. Near the border of Ur. Use your opportunity tomorrow when you go to tea with her to get her out. Take her up north. And I'll see that she is... Within a day? How am I to arrange transportation for a queen? To a private manor. I'm sorry. I cannot help you on that. Perhaps your friends might be able to do more assistance. But find the way north, and I'll see that she is safely housed. There's one more thing. There is a secret passage in the living quarters behind... But then he's interrupted. By whom? Lord Beckett. What? Who's walked in behind you, and he says... Ah, yes. General Zarkov, it's good to see you. I've been looking all over for you. Is everything um, uh, ready for our plans to move forward? Uh, General Zarkov turns around and he waves his hand as if to dismiss you to get out of there. And he says, Of course, Emperor Omsk has put his full faith behind you. I'll deeply curtsy and shoot a glance at uh, General Zarkov before I exit the garden. He doesn't look at you. Hmm. Um... If my son had the same case of evil voice as Beckett, mm-hmm. I'd send him to the orphanage. You said secret passageway in living quarters, is that what you said? Somewhere in there. It's in the okay. living quarters. Uh, behind. I, yes. Time, I didn't behind what? It. Behind behind. behind. So cool. Um, yeah, so I, I returned to the group. Um, I suppose you're waiting, I don't know, in the, the front hall of the castle? Yes, apprehensively. Hmm. Yeah. Well, everyone, I suppose we're free to leave uh and so i suppose we go out once we're at a safe distance away i tell you exactly what back to the hotel yeah i discussed with general zarkov in the ginger route um so can we discuss for a moment where the the statue illusion is that room is it in my room it's just in your room it's just in my room (laughs) i was gonna have robin just sitting there watching it for you yeah that i mean i Sure. Do you want to meet back at your room? Yeah, meet back by my... And, and the first thing Chosh does is come through the door and, and check on Robin and make sure that the uh, the casket has not been moved or disturbed in any way. That's a skit. That's a basket. A oh, basket. No. <laughs> An empty casket. Oh. Well, you do notice some... <laughs> well, you do notice something about the casket. Oh, no, 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 no. It's no longer concealed. Oh, good. Good? Good. That's better than it could have been. Sarcastic good. Oh. 
It seems that the illusion Arthur placed on it is faded somehow. Okay. Uh-oh. You murdered Arthur. I, I, oh, 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 I didn't even, oh, because he got arrested and he yeah. was like, wow, Josh is a jerk. Um, you don't maybe. Know maybe. Or I could have just ran out maybe of Maybe you should have waited. Oh, sec. Why would I have waited? He committed a crime. Right. Um, <laughs> so we committed a crime. No, he we did. definitely committed. We're starting this war. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. So, Lola. We were the guns. Lola, what'd you find out? Well, just in short, Lord Beckett is planning to murder his mother, Queen Judith, in an act to not only take reins of the country, but to initiate war uh, against Borgovia and perhaps set the whole war, to set the whole world spinning into a war. It seems that we can delay his project. We can delay his progress and ensure the queen's safety by ushering her to a manor up north by the border of Ur. Um, it's possible that we can still save the queen, but the plans for this escape are rather vague. Do you trust this general? You sure we're not playing right into Lord Beckett's hands? I do trust the general. I, I, well. I don't want me engaged in another kidnapping plot. <laughs> so soon. So soon. You saw the queen today. She forgot all about the letter she wrote, not just weeks ago, but remembered my father so vividly. She clearly was concealing her fear from the, the public, from her son. We need to save her. We need to do whatever we can to protect her. Yeah, Judith seems a few cards short of a deck. So, for tomorrow, um, planning to have tea with Queen Judith, I suppose I will go in seemingly by myself, and convince her to sneak out of her palace into our, some carriage we might take. I don't know. Do you have our... On the border of Ur? Are you sure you want to do this, Josh? I mean, I think uh, we're going to Ur, right? It's only it's a safe place. It's a good place, I think. We're going to the northern Near border. Ur. Yes. Well, we cannot just keep going. I mean, after that. Um, well, I mean, you know, uh, I I don't see why not necessarily, but I mean, we I mean we we wouldn't be we, we wouldn't be safe here. Are we going to be? And exactly what do you do you intend to drag this this casket with you? As long as I have to. Okay. Robin interjects. Um, you know, this is a coastal town. It's a coastal city. Uh, I could go see about getting like a boat or something. Robin and I can procure some transportation if you get Queen Judith out of the palace. I do believe I can, but we'll need to be quick. We'll need to be quiet. I still don't think this is the right call, but I'm with you. Drifter, dear, I understand you have misgivings of this plan. However, I have a certain means to ensure... Well, to decipher her true feelings on this matter. 
and I can determine whether she is indeed fearful of her life. If she is not, and she was not the one to write that letter, and this is all a hoax, the plan is off. And I will leave her tea room, and that will be that. But if she is indeed afraid of a plot, murderous plot, then we should help her. We should get her out of the city as soon as possible. All right, just tell us what you need. Okay. So we'll just assume she tells you what you need. Yeah, so I, I, like, exactly. I, I can try and find the secret password to get her out of the That's castle. a very, that's a, absolutely Wait. something you could try to Oh, research. I thought the secret passageway was in the manor. It is in the, it's, no, no, the secret passageway is in the castle. You, could, you could absolutely use your contacts to do that. Yeah, so, the, so that, if you, I have contacts everywhere. Okay. But if you want, if you don't want to mention that, we can just, you can just try and get her no, out. No, it's said, it's been said to you. Drifter dear, I'm certain that you'll be able to find a way your wily ways to get the queen out of her castle. You said it's in the living quarters? Hmm. I'll see what I can do. Thank you, darling. And how can I be of assistance, Lola? <laughs> watch the birth, watch the angel. <laughs> yes, Josh, I, I do think that is the best you can do. And it you, is you, you what you're best suited for. You can load, uh, you can load the uh, angel on the boat with Robin. You once, are once its she primary it. protector. Roll an investigation check, Drifter, to figure out information. So that's a, <laughs> oh. it's a nat one, and I add nothing to it, so it's just a one. That's that is like the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah. the secret passageway is actually in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> and you now believe that. Uh, uh, you go to reach out to one of your underworld contacts. What's his name? Johnny Two Times. Johnny Tight Lips. I'm gonna get you the secret <laughs> passage. Hit you the secret oh, passage. I'll never talk. <laughs> I'll never talk. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> who do you who do you, who, who do you ask? Uh, Sugar Ray. You go to your contact, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray is a sort of scrawny half orc man. He says, "Drifter, I looked through the plans of the building. Um, what I seem to have found is that there, are, you know, the, whoever told you there is a secret passage there, is lying. There is a direct passage in the kitchen. It goes straight down, all the way down the cliffside." Right to the bottom, right where the ship's let out. Perfect area. On the pipes. <laughs> well, I never doubt Sugar Ray. It is a garbage shoot. I'm not just telling you <laughs> yeah. as, as a side note, it is a garbage yep. shoot. Uh, all right, you can absolutely use that, though. Sure. It is we'll real information. All right, Josh, you're with Robin looking for boats. Why don't you roll an investigate check? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, can I can I tell you where Josh is going to try to start? Sure. He's going to hit up like the local church and say, <laughs> hey... Do you have any boats? You get disadvantage on this roll now. Okay. So it's an 11. Josh, you look around the church. There doesn't seem to be anybody. <laughs> Robin is like, Josh, please. <laughs> if we're going to look for a boat, can we at least look at the wharf? I just thought that a respectable individual might be able to supply us with some help. Yeah, we're such respectable people. Come on. She drags you over to the wharf. You go boat to boat. How do you try to sell this sort of trip? How do you how, how do you how do you negotiate? Um, I think Josh puts his uh, best foot forward and says uh, he he'll approach any sort of person who looks even vaguely like a sailor and say hello. Uh, my name is Ch- <laughs> hello. My name is Josh. I am a uh, representative of the uh, Divine Angels, and I would like to procure a boat for some. 
Transportation, please. The Like, 80% of the people who hear that you're an agent of the angels just leave immediately. They just bolt. Right. Um, there's really only two people left. Okay. Uh, Do we recognize any sailors? You might. Yeah. <gasps> I thought I might. In fact, actually, it seems that most... Uh, everybody but one ship you've tried. And you walk until you see a familiar bow uh, of the SS Malamar. Uh, Yay! <laughs> uh, I think Chosh shoots Robin a sideways helmet glance. <laughs> um, she absolutely returns that sideways helmet glance. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> and he'll uh, say, everyone else didn't want to work with us. Yeah, I remember having a little trouble about this before. What with you being a human and all, and also scaring away any disreputable sort of sailor as well. Well, we wouldn't want to sail with a disreputable sailor, now would we, Robin? No, uh, <laughs> why would we want that, Josh? Well, we don't really have any other plans. It's the best we got. Maybe you should pitch this one. You really, you think? You board the familiar deck of the SS Malamar where you see the crew. They've changed somewhat oh. since you last seen them. It's been several months since you've last seen them. Their voices dropped a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no. But they, you, you have noticed that they're definitely, they've definitely been working out, you know. Ooh, you got, you got a little toned, uh, and you see uh, two, two, two boys. Uh, they're just swabbing the deck, Mm-mm. and they, uh, they catch you. They catch you. They see, they see you. And they see Robin, and then, and they say, "Oh, oh, if you, I can't believe my eyes. It's, it's the Nightingale Watch. Aww. isn't that right, Sperry? It is, Perry. It really is. It's them right here." Oh, go get the captain. You'll be so you'll be so overjoyed to see him. <laughs> what brings you all to this port? Well, you know, we work for the Queen's Navy. It's the SS Malamar. Of course. Well, then. The S stands for Chimera. <laughs> go, That's very true. <laughs> go fetch your captain. Oh, we have shoot. a <laughs> too late. Go oh, fetch your whatever. captain. We have a we have a very secret mission for him. Secret mission. Did you hear that, Perry? I did. I'm going to tell everybody about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Perry. Hey, Crispin. No, don't. Crispin. Crispin, cut it out. Oh, Perry. Perry. No, Crispin. Nothing's going on. Perry. Did you hear this? We've got a secret mission. There's no Stop. secrets, Crispin. Don't listen to him, Perry. Who's what's the secret mission? There's guys? no secret mission. I'll go get the captain. Crispin, go get the captain and don't tell anyone on the William way. Taffy, though, William Taffy, though. William Taffy. Kind of well, I'll go get I'll go get the captain. I won't tell anybody on the way. Yes, please. What's William Taffy doing? Uh, William Taffy comes out. <laughs> he waddles out. Yeah. Captain Fondant waddles out. <laughs> and he says, well, I've just heard from William Taffy that you, that you have a secret mission for me. <laughs> Is Crispin with him? Uh, yes, but also William Taffy. Yes. <laughs> Crispin! <laughs> what did you... Oh, <laughs> Captain... If I could speak to you in private, please. Well, anything you can say in front of me, you can say in front of my men. Isn't that right, boys? He gives a little whistle, and they do a little step, you know, uh, you know, and salute you. Sing? He he does a little whistle. Me? They do a little step, and they say, "With this sweet crew of the SS Malamar." No, no, sit. no, Crispin. <laughs> they stop. Ah, why are you getting mad at Crispin? Crispin betrayed me. <laughs> Um, Chosh, so what is it, boy? Tell me. Chosh will um, walk over to the captain and sort of like 
beckon him closer. Josh <laughs> uh, uh, whispers in, in, in the captain's ear through his helmet. It's about your queen. She's in need of your help. Well, we have to help the queen. Isn't that right, lads? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. Crispin! Join us again for the next exciting episode of Tabletop Theater in episode 17, The Last Queen of Chimera, part two. <laughs> you can cut that last Crispin. Crispin. All right, we're going to... Crispin! All right. The screaming levels? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. killing future I'm Jacob. So future happy. Jacob is dead now. Future Jacob.